One of my favorite people to talk to, John Johnston of Corn Nation. He joins to talk this weekend's game against Nebraska. What can we expect from the Corn Huskers? But more importantly, can they offer a ray of light for teams that are well on a journey with a first-year head coach? All that and a lot more. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Spartans is brought to you by Price Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Spartan friends, Spartan family, locked on Spartans listeners, how on earth are we all doing? And hey, well, thanks a lot for kicking off your day with us here at Locked on Spartans, your team in green and white, five days a week. That's right. On today's show, we're looking ahead to Saturday's game. The last game at Spartan Stadium for the season, Spartans versus Huskers. But the conversation goes far beyond the X's and O's and what to expect from Nebraska. We talk hope, we talk optimism, and we talk, well, how to get through these next four games, too, as Spartan fans. And it's always one of my favorite people to talk with, John Johnston of Corn Nation. But before getting to that, hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to this year's podcast or YouTube channel. And all right, let's get to the chat. Folks, I am not saying this just to butter this man up over here, but when I saw that Nebraska-Michigan State were going to be playing, my first thought was, I got to find a way to talk with John Johnson of Corn Nation again because two years ago, back when things were fun over here in East Lansing, we had John on and it was an electric conversation. So here he is again. He was nice enough to come back on. It is John Johnson of Corn Nation John, how are you doing? You're not doing as good as I am because I'm I'm pumped right now. How are you though? Are we doing? Are you? Are you? Well, since I'm talking to you, yes. But like, once okay. this conversation's over, I'll be back to just being sad. So yeah. <laughs> <sighs> how am I doing? I you know I I things are looking up. I I mean I you know five and three. There's a chance for Nebraska to go to a bowl game and not be labeled the worst program in Power Five. <laughs> And that's, uh, you know, that's that's a lot more than that's been in a few years. It's been way too long, you know. So, And that's exactly where I want to start this conversation, because, okay. uh, John, I don't know how close you keep things uh, in tune to East Lansing, but I, I'll give you the short version. Things are a disaster over here. And look, yeah. I don't know if things were ever this bad for Nebraska, but just like you mentioned, for the last few years, things were not great over there in Husker Nation. But you guys are five and three. You guys are on the precipice of a bowl game. All this in year one under Matt Rule. So I come crawling to you as a man starved of any positivity or anything that you can just give. Is there hope to be had for Michigan State as we are about to embark on this new head coaching journey, whoever who it is coming up next? Oh, you know, I'm – well, let's see. You're not from Iowa, so I'm not for kicking you when you're down. <laughs> Thank you. You're from <laughs> Iowa, you know, maybe a little different. I mean, you know, Matt Rule, everybody knows kind of his MO that, you know, his first years are typically really bad. And then after that, yeah. he builds. And, you know, it looks like at Nebraska, I mean, put it this way we haven't been to a bowl game since what, 2016? I try to not remember this wow. stuff. But wow. the worst program, I, I bluntly say we have become the worst program in Power Five. And now it looks like we're climbing out of that hole in a single season. Yeah. Uh, it's still kind of ugly. Uh, the offense is pretty, you know, the offense is pretty Iowa-esque. 
but, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, we could get to a bowl game and I think that was everybody's major goal this season. And there's still a tiny possibility of winning the big 10 West, which would be shocking. So is there hope? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you, you know, the thing that's different for Michigan state than it is Nebraska is a lot of the really bad stuff about Nebraska and our coaching staff really didn't come out into public and it's still really not talked about openly. Whereas your okay. stuff was like plastered yeah. <laughs> you know, everywhere. And I, I'm, I'm grateful for that because I'm already mouthy and profane enough as it is. And if I would have been in your situation, I'm sure I probably would have been, well, not invited into places and more places than I'm not already. So sure. It's, it's been a test of will over here because we, we got to keep the swearing to a, a minimum on lockdown and the, the amount of F-bombs I had to conceal those first few weeks when this Mel Tucker saga came out. I like I don't want to break my hand, pat myself on the back, but like that took a lot of effort over here to <laughs> not just let loose over here like a Navy sailor, but we did it. We're, we're here. But however, John, uh, we still got four games left here and Look, I, I know that you guys have had bad seasons. I'm not trying to rehash all the, the negativity with Nebraska the last few years, especially with a man I respect as much as you. I'm sorry to do this, but like, wow. okay, someone who needs advice, like how can us state fans go through these next four games, even though the season is by and large a lost cause? Like what, as someone that is unfortunately experienced, what, what can we do? What can we do? Well, you guys have basketball. We do. I mean, nobody, nice. nobody, yeah. nobody, in, <laughs> nobody in Nebraska is ever going to go. Well, at least there's men's basketball <laughs> season. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll talk about another worst power program. Yeah. Ever. Well, but you guys have that, and it's not far away. So I think the thing yeah. is, is you just look at, you know, I don't know if you fill yourself up with fantasies. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff online about Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. Everybody goes through the Urban Meyer stuff even though there's no real indication that Urban oh, yeah. Meyer is ever going to coach again. Uh, I, you know, you there, there's people, the problem is there's people who can take their fandom and they can take it off like a shirt and put it over there yeah. and put it in the bottom of the drawer and forget about it for a while. And then there's other people who can't remove their fandom. It's like removing an arm. And, you know, right. those are probably, those are the people you need to focus on for staying healthy, you know, mentally healthy, which isn't a joke for those of us that are like this. You know, it's probably Correct. some kind of bizarre mental illness. But, you know, every had, everybody has something they're passionate about. And you really have to just kind of forget the people that are going to be there to beat you up every way along the way. Because your own I, Nebraska's fan base does a great job of being nice to everybody else. But the Nebraska on Nebraska is it's really heavy, man. I mean, yes. we do we do crime Nebraska and Nebraska better than anybody else does their fan base, I think. And and it's really, I, I think the biggest key is ignoring the people that are just there to be, well, there's the profanity. Sure. Pick your word. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Pick whatever word you want to fill in there. You know, yeah. that's what they're there to be. So just don't focus on them and focus on moving forward and, you know. I, I like that. I guess put it to Nebraska. You know, I I do history videos also. Okay. You know, I did a bunch way back to 1890 about the history of college football and how it started. And Nebraska has been good through its entire span, except for the World War II years. 
Okay. You know, that's a, that in, in about 10 years after World War II, where we couldn't get anything done until 1962 when Bob Devaney there. And then these past few years, people could say 20 years, but we had some decent years under Bo Pelini and stuff. We, mm-hmm. you know, when sure. we're in, you went, we've been in a couple championship games, you know, haven't won them since what, 2001 or something, 19. I, it's been a while. See, forget that stuff. Yeah, but I, I, I would say you old people like me. I mean, I was at school in the 80s when we were excellent. 90s came along and we had that. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I guess I honestly just want to say, ahead. you know, better days happen. It, yeah. yeah, better days are going to be there. You know, you probably look at what's going on with Michigan State and you think, uh, can it get any worse than this? You know, realistically, probably not. I know right. you guys have yeah. already gone through a really you know, I don't want to beat any. I don't want to beat Sparty up. That doesn't. Seem oh, fair. it's fine. Just go for it if you have to. I. It's all. It's all deserved. I mean, what can you say that's not inaccurate? I guess I'll stop you if you say something really outlandish. But like, we just blew an eighteen-point lead to Rutgers two weeks ago. Like, it, this is the rock bottom. This is the. We had to apologize for Hitler in the middle of a forty-nine-zero oh. beatdown against Michigan. Now, whether that game's going to count in the future, hey, who's to say? But still. The Hitler apology there, there happened. Was, there was that. I, <laughs> that old thing. Whom's amongst us hasn't you know cheered for a program where that has to happen? Like it's yeah. This is rock bottom. This is not is. good. So yeah, yeah, we're for the most part aware of it. Yeah. <sighs> More to come with our guy John Johnson here, but first need to talk your ear off about Prize Picks, the leader in daily fantasy sports as you know we got a lot of sports going on right now we have baseball for a little bit longer we have nfl for a lot longer nba nhl for a whole lot longer and prize picks wants to make your viewing entertainment just that much better with their daily fantasy sports games now it's so simple to earn up to 25 times your money you just pick some players their projected stats you got to guess over or under Truly is that simple. Sometimes I just sit on the couch, make my picks in about 28 seconds, and that keeps me glued to the game. And also with basketball season here, well, now you can pick combination projections across football and basketball with their specials league. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. Like example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at 10 and a half combinations of three-pointers made and receptions. Why just keep yourself glued to one game? With prize picks, you could be bouncing back and forth between all sorts of games and keep the winning rolling. It's a great time. And hey, well, prize picks wants to make sure that you win before a game even kicks off or tips off or they drop the puck at the game. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for first deposit match up to $100. Again, that is prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. It's prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Also need to talk your ear off about what should be at the top of everyone's holiday wish list if you are a Michigan State fan. Of course, we're talking team ticker. I got the team ticker sign behind me, had it in the studio for, well, a few weeks now. And I'm very fortunate because I'm one of the few with this sign. They're a new company. Hey, you might think you have the sweetest man cave or your friend or your family member has the coolest MSU setup. Gang, not a lot of people have this sign. So if you truly want to have the best setup, if you want to give an awesome gift to the Spartan in your life, teamticker.com. Now, if you're on the podcast, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yes, it's a sign. And if you've been to a sports bar or if you've seen inside some locker rooms, hey, countdown to kickoff. It's that sign. 
with about 20 times the steroids pumped into it. They update it daily with stats from not just football, basketball, not just the weather reports for the upcoming game, but also stats for women's basketball, some soccer in the mix. If it's a sport going on at Michigan State, it's probably going to flash across your team ticker sign. So what are you waiting for? Get geared up for the holiday season at teamticker.com. Again, that is teamticker.com. There's so what a game do you want to do going forward? I guess just talk about the game Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, man. Well, you know, um, the, good thing, the good thing about Nebraska is we don't have an offense. I mean, we literally – That helps. That helps. It's, it's barely functional. Uh, I would say Iowa – you know, if you could take like Iowa's quarterback – no, I don't think we'd want their quarterback either. Probably not. I think – put it this way. We have an exceptional defense, which has been a shock to everybody. When we came into this season, everybody looked at it and said, okay, the defensive line is going to be a real problem. Everybody mm-hmm. should be able to run the ball easily on us. And it turns out that the defensive line players we have have been really good. Our coaching has been excellent. They've played like 29 players a game throughout the entire year on defense. Wow. So they have a lot of depth. Uh I, and nobody can run the ball against this. And it, that that whole part has been shocking. Now, the other part was the offensive line, and the offensive line has not only been – well, they, they're not, they haven't been the worst like they were last year where they couldn't – the tackles were non-functional. They've been sure. better than that, but we've lost like three starters off the offensive line, and, you know, they, they struggle, and the offense struggles because we – well, our starting quarterback, Jeff Sims, I what is he, nine turnovers? I can't – you just erase those things. You erase it's the high number. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Heinrich Harburg, part of his problem was is he's got a lot of athletic skills and he's got a lot of size. But the last coaching staff honestly tried to turn him into a tight end. The previous offensive coordinator didn't like him as a quarterback and ignored everything he was going to do. So he's really raw. Uh, mm-hmm. lost two of three, two of our top three running backs, you know, to, for the season. I think gotcha. we've lost three of our top four receivers. I mean, the, the offensive wow. side of the ball is a not, they weren't good to begin with, but they've turned into a mash unit, you know, and somehow we still scored 31 points against Purdue, which is pretty astonishing. You that know, one of those was a special great. teams blocked punt return, but, uh, you know, I don't, I, you know, for as far as this game, the game's in East Lansing, right? It is. It, and it's our last game at Spartan Stadium because our final home game, quote unquote, is at Ford Field against Penn State. So, which is another World War Three that we're having amongst our own fan base. But that's for a different conversation. Yeah. So, yes, it is in East Lansing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good news um, is, is you probably won't have any Hitler questions show up on the big board. Pro- we might switch it over to like Mussolini or Gaddafi. Yeah. We'll, we'll see who Colin. the dictator of the day is going to be. <laughs> yeah, just light stuff like that. So, we'll stay tuned to see. What that's going to be about 86 minutes before kickoff on a YouTube video. No one streamed, but whatever, whatever. No, uh, I was going to say, I'm going to make it more optimistic, but I'm actually not here because the transition into the next question is last week against Minnesota, kind of like what you're describing with your running back room, a lot of injuries. Minnesota has had so many injuries in the running back room that Minnesota just picked up a frat kid on the way to the game and he had a career game. He, He did really good on the ground, whatever. My question is, I guess, what skill position player? I, I get that the offense isn't like, you know, fireworks, but is there a skill position player on your offense that we need to make sure that we shut the valve off to on Saturday? Emmett Johnson. 
Okay. He's now, he is now the starting running back. He's young. Uh, he was, I think third or fourth on the depth chart when the season began. But I think gotcha. a lot of that was because he really hadn't had a chance to show what he could do. You know, Anthony Grant is Anthony Grant was a starter most of last season or all of last season. And he started a lot of games this year and he's very good, but he fumbles, you know, and the thing okay. is, is everybody wants to get rid of the turnovers of which we have many. So he's moved down to second, but he's still a very good running back. Uh, but Emmett Johnson, I think has, he's young. Like I said, I think that he has an explosive, you know, he has, he's, He's going to be fast, so if he can hit a hole, he can go a ways. And I think if For I sure. had to pick one guy, that's it. Thomas Fedoni has all the skills as a tight end, but our passing game is, you know. Sure. <laughs> and then there's, you know, there could be Jaden Doss, who is a fat. The, the thing about Nebraska is we have two young wide receivers that are very, very, well, you know, they were sought after as recruits. Malachi okay. Coleman and Jaden Doss, they're both very fast. They're very athletic. You know, if we can do play action and Heinrich Harburg or somebody can just throw the ball way up in the air and let them run yeah. under it, then, you know, that's one way we scored against Purdue with a big bang, you know. Uh, but otherwise, you know, we're missing, you know, the guys we counted on to be experienced receivers are gone. So, yeah, uh, it happens. All right, gang, just need to talk your ear off about FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Just like we've been talking this whole week, Michigan State right now, three-point home underdogs on FanDuel. The over-under, 34 and a half. Oh, my, that is low, but if you ask me, yeah, we're still going to be taking the under for this game as well. If you want to fade me, if you want to take the over 34 and a half, or, hey, if you're feeling spicy about our Spartans, you want to sprinkle a little bit of dough on the boys in green and white, do it at FanDuel.com or the FanDuel app, of course. And right now, for the NFL season, new customers get a $150 worth of free bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. Just look up the menu of the NFL games going on this week. Find a money line bet. Not, don't even include the spread money line bet if you win that is $150 in bonus bets if your team wins if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel it is clearly the best time to get in on the action the app is super easy to use you get paid instantly and there's the wide range of betting options like spreads player props over unders or guess the correct score first touchdown prop if you like a bet Odds are it's going to be at FanDuel Sportsbook. So what are you waiting for? Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get the NFL season rolling with FanDuel. It's FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So one more like question about the actual game. Michigan State's going to have a starting quarterback that's young, whoever it is. Right. Uh, registered freshman Caden Hauser or true freshman Sam Levin. Who on earth is going to be? Stay tuned Saturday noon to find out. That might be the only thing that people are going to be wanting to tune into. But anyway... What makes life easy for a young quarterback is a lack of a pass rush. So what kind of a pass rush does Nebraska have? Are you guys dangerous at that? Please say no, or just give me the honest answer. If you want. We're more dangerous than we've been in many, many, uh, many years. Yay. <laughs> Good for you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have, uh, you know, the thing is, is like I said, our defensive line is playing very well. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Linhart is a freshman guy, and they swapped a lot of guys around. So let's see. Cameron okay. Linhart is a freshman guy that's been playing very well. Uh, there's another guy, <laughs> Nutmasher. I his name is Hutmacher. 
but I call him oh, Nut yeah. Masher because I, like I screw up names all the time. His nickname, Same. real nickname is the Polar Bear. My nickname for him is Nut Masher because that's what Love he it. does. Uh, and I'm missing Ty Robinson is another true. These are all defensive linemen, defensive ends that can put you can put a lot of pressure on a defense if their line isn't good. You know, and then I think uh, our defensive coordinator has been very good at uh, just dialing up different kinds of blitzes. But okay, you know, Nebraska's yeah, the thing about Nebraska, and the thing you 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 have that little thing that says finding hope in Nebraska. Yes. Okay. Well, the thing where we found the hope this season is that we we're seeing a defense that actually looks like a defense. Okay. People stopped using the black shirt term, I think, a lot because we it was embarrassing. The defense is. Yeah. They didn't tackle because they didn't practice tackling. They didn't swarm to the ball. Well, now they're doing all of those things, and they're very good, and it's very fun to watch. Offense is ugly, but the defense has been amazing. So I guess if you're going to find hope for Michigan State going on, just just know this. I do okay. a reaction videos after the game, and people watch them. And, you know, people in Nebraska, because we're – well, we're picky and we're fickle. That's true about our uh, fan base. All right? I think they want us to win pretty. And in my last video, reaction video, I said, you know, well, 2021, I think, wasn't it? We were the best three and nine team in history. Yes. Right? Bar yeah. none. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now we are a very, very ugly five and three team. What do you want? Which one do you want to be? Because I know uh, which one I would, I I would take be. the bowl game. I, I, would, I, would, yeah. I would be the bowl team. Quite frankly, yeah. that's just me, though. Yeah. yeah, you can take all this. Well, we're so close. So he was the best losers ever. You could shove that someplace <laughs> where it would hurt. Or you can be yeah. ugly five and three. And I guess that's where you look at is what what can we do to be ugly but win? That's you know yeah. that's where I'd start because this is where we've started and it's been you know again the Nebraska on Nebraska crime with the whining and the moaning about it yeah. being ugly. But who cares? You're winning. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to win ugly one of these times. Yeah. Now the spread comes out, Michigan State, you know, the home team, but we are the home underdogs. We're plus three. As a Michigan State fan, I see that. And while that absolutely is a kick to the stomach of like, oh my God, it's gotten this bad. We're home underdogs. This is unbelievable. You saw that line. And your reaction yeah. is what? Are you saying like, oh, no, that sounds about right. Because over here, I'm like, yeah, no, I think it is that bad. This is the right line. But over there, you've been watching your team, obviously, all season. Does that seem about right of a minus three favorite for your Huskers? Yes, actually okay. it does. And the reason why is because uh, we can't score. What that, the, oh, over under is like 34. It's 34 and a half. It's 34 yeah. and a half, which is still really not the ugly. lowest one. Iowa Northwestern no. is at 29 and a half right now, but like 34 and a half is disgusting. That's gross. I mean, you can't, you can't have a stretchy line and then have an OU at 30. No, of course. So, you, know, right. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I <laughs> yeah. thought, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty close. I mean, isn't that, yeah. I don't gamble. I, I, even though I do the articles for draft queen Kings on our site, uh -huh. uh, I, you know, I don't gamble. So I don't okay, know. Well, I do. I guess you can yeah, have a plus <laughs> two line or a plus one line, but I thought, you know, I'd put these lines extremely close and just see what happens. So, yeah. Well, whatever it is, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be ugly, man. It's going to be at Spartan yeah. Stadium. Everyone, go to the game, support these kids. Like we cannot stress that enough on this program. Like, yeah, the the, the coaches and the the previous coach, whatever, it's as 
made a boondoggle of this whole thing, but like go support the kids on Saturday, if not for nothing. Um, but Hey, John, I really cannot thank you enough. Like this, this mm-hmm. has meant the world to me. I'm actually very sad that this is coming to an end because I, I'm not kidding. When this came out, I was like, Oh yeah, we're having coronation back on because uh, this was a hoot and a half two years ago. It was a hoot and a half today. So I really do appreciate you, my man. Well, you know, I, well, I do swear as much as I used to. Yeah. <laughs> just it's just a happier swearing yeah look that, that, and that's good that's right, all right, i want right, to be here's, here's right. the shirt right <laughs> that's that's awesome oh i didn't even realize that that's oh that's yeah. amazing but oh man go check out john's work because you mentioned your reaction videos i'll just you know yeah. tune in on a saturday night watch your reaction videos sometimes and hey it gives hope sometimes you know because yeah. those are happy videos coming you know, from john's corner of the world if nothing else i mean when i was doing the reaction videos and we were losing a lot and some of them were very well, they were pretty raw and pretty profane. I would get messages from people all over the place that would say, you know, these really actually helped me because yes. you're feeling the same way I do. So, you know, you can do the same thing. You could go on YouTube and just, you know, let it go. Let it, I get there's it. a song about that or something. There is. My three-year-old loves to sing it all the time. So that, that song is played like a Guantanamo Bay song in this house. So I know specifically what song you're talking about right there. So. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> great. It's a great tune. Well, all right, gang. Well, you guys are all truly the best. Uh, whatever happens Saturday, you know we're going to be on here because, I, look, our, our post-game reaction videos have never done better numbers uh, because Misery loves company and, well, let's not get ourselves a lot of Rival fan bases love eating their slop as well. And well, we, we provide that on a weekly basis here, Locked on Spartans. So uh, until then, gang, love you all. John, love you as well. Go. Green. Thank you. <laughs>